Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Today on the newscast with Russia making major military moves in the Middle East, we break down what Vladimir Putin wants in the world's most pivotal and strategic region. That's next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. A quick Ukraine update to start out with. Russia says that it has withdrawn some of its troops and equipment from its border with Ukraine, but NATO officials say they have seen no signs of that. And according to them, an invasion of Ukraine by Russian forces still appears imminent. Now, the White House has said this for over a week now, and Western and NATO officials have said the same thing. But it's hard to figure out right now what is really going on. Yesterday, Vladimir Putin said that he wanted to give negotiations with the West another chance. His foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov, has encouraged him to do the same thing. Is that a ruse? Is it a head fake by Vladimir Putin? We're just not sure right now. There are some 150,000 Russian troops massed to the north, south, and east of Ukraine. Will there be an invasion, or is Putin just trying to get concessions from Ukraine and the West? That remains to be seen, but we will know very soon. Vladimir Putin is also making major moves in the Middle East right now. It's largely gone unnoticed by the world and surprise, surprise, the mainstream media. But we reported on this yesterday here on the newscast. Russia is about to kick off its largest naval drill in the eastern Mediterranean since the Cold War. Some 30 Russian bombers and fighter jets are joining some 15 Russian warships in the Mediterranean. Now, these bombers are nuclear capable, also Russian fighter jets carrying hypersonic cruise missiles, some very serious advanced weaponry folks now in Syria. The Russian defense minister was in Syria yesterday meeting with Syrian dictator Bashar al-Assad, a close Russian ally, of course, and outlining the plan for this massive Russian naval drill in the Mediterranean, not only in the shadow of the Middle East, but of course at Israel's doorstep, why the major military buildup in the Middle East, the show of force by Russia in the world's most pivotal, strategic, and chaotic region, just as Russia also is at the doorstep of a potential confrontation with Ukraine in Eastern Europe. I think the reasons are simple. Number one, Vladimir Putin wants to project strength not only in his backyard, but globally. He wants to revive the glory days of the Soviet empire, and you cannot be a true world power, it seems, without some sort of power and influence in the Middle East. That's exactly why Russia has a troop presence, thousands of Russian troops right now in Syria as we speak. They've been there since September 2015, and as the events of this week, this massive military buildup, a naval drill in the Mediterranean, as those events show, folks, he's not going anywhere anytime soon, and he is not far from the mountains of Israel. We discussed this in depth on yesterday's newscast. Again, I encourage you to check it out. 
prophetic implications. We think of the book of Ezekiel, chapter 38 and 39, that war of Gog and Magog that the Bible lays out. Many believe Russia will head up that latter days confederation that comes against Israel. And right now, the Russia-Israel relationship, which has been strong over the years, is in a bit of trouble in my personal view. And I say that because Israel has had a free hand to carry out airstrikes in Syria against Iran and Hezbollah and those various jihadi proxies operating at Israel's doorstep. Russia has granted Israel that free hand. Not that Israel needs Russians, uh, Russian permission, by the way. Israel is a sovereign nation. But it's been a good thing, at least, to not come into direct conflict, of course, with Russia in Syria. So Russian forces have essentially stood down as Israel has struck Iranian and Hezbollah weapons convoys transiting through Syria on their way to Lebanon into the hands of Hezbollah. I'm talking in particular, of course, about those precision-guided missiles, PGMs for short, which would be a major game-changer if they were to fall into the hands of Hezbollah. All that to say that that situation seems like it may be about to change. Now, Israeli former Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, current Prime Minister Naftali Bennett have, mo have both held in-person meetings with Vladimir Putin, and there seems to have been some kind of understanding or agreement struck where Russia permits Israel to continue to operate freely against the Iranian axis inside Syria, even though Russia is aligned with Iran and Hezbollah and Assad in Syria. So a very delicate balancing act for Israel, to say the least. But hey, last month we saw Russian and Syrian fighter jets doing a joint patrol over all of Syria's borders, including Syria's border with Israel. We had Russian fighter jets over the Golan Heights. Then last week we had a Russian foreign ministry spokeswoman saying that Israel's airstrikes in Syria are, quote, a crude violation of Syrian sovereignty. Much more to come on Putin and the Middle East, but we want to take it back now to Eastern Europe, to Putin's own backyard. I recently interviewed the former president of Bulgaria, Rosin Pedlyanev. Now, Bulgaria, you might say, well, how does Bulgaria play in all of this? Bulgaria, look, is a NATO member nation, number one. Number two, it is a member of the European Union. And number three, it is a former Soviet bloc country, remember your history, that is in Russia's backyard. Not only that, as I mentioned at the top, as part of his list of demands to stand down from the Ukraine conflict, Putin is demanding that all NATO troops be removed from Romania and Bulgaria. So Rosen Pethlyanev was the leader of Bulgaria from 2012 to 2017. He is very familiar with Vladimir Putin and how he operates. He joined me from vacation. He was kind enough to join me. He was with his family to give some inside insights, again, from a former Eastern European leader here on who Vladimir Putin is and what he wants in Eastern Europe in particular and globally. Take a look. Your nation, Bulgaria, is a nation really in the crosshairs of Russia in one respect. Russia, as part of its demands to the West and NATO, is demanding that all NATO troops withdraw from Romania and Bulgaria. Why is Putin demanding this and what does he want when it comes to Eastern Europe? First of all, speaking as a Bulgarian president, I'm telling you how proud we are 
of achieving a NATO and European Union membership. And we're not giving it up just because the Russian president is playing its great powers games. We remember very well the past when great powers were playing their games of spheres of influence. That was an era of instability and unlimited and constant wars because we learned lessons from history and we don't want our children to go back to war again. We are saying no to great power games. We are saying no to the Russian president who is violating the very basic principles of peace in Europe and in the world. And that is on one side the Helsinki Accords, where all the countries in Europe and in the world agreed that the Helsinki Accords are the basis for peace. No country is going to be invaded. No borders are going to be shifted by force. And also, if you remember very well, there was the Budapest Agreement where Russia was guaranteeing the sovereignty of Ukraine and Ukraine gave up its nuclear weapons. So here is where we are today. Nobody trusts the Russian president that he is building up peace. Nobody trusts him that even if he signs a new agreement, he's going to keep to that. And that is why we are in a uniquely unstable and in untransparent situation where anything could be possible. And probably you can speak now about the different scenarios. What is at stake? Yeah. Let me tell you very clearly for you and for our friends in the United States and such a respectful media. It's totally different of what most of the politicians and uh, uh, let's say the commentators are saying today. You would say Russia wants to invade because they want to have a land link to Crimea and this and that. You would say that Russia is building up its presence uh, in the neighborhood. But actually what is at stake is a totally different thing. And that is the future of Putin's regime itself. Mr. President, do you think Ukraine in Putin's mind could only be the beginning? Is there a concern for nations like Poland and Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia? We saw how he moved, obviously, into Crimea in 2014. Could Ukraine be the first step in a larger strategic goal for Vladimir Putin in Eastern Europe? I don't think this is going to happen, and the Western alliance is not going to allow that. But look, Kazakhstan, Georgia, Armenia, Moldova, Ukraine, all those countries, because the Russian president believes that they belong to his sphere of influence, those countries are with installed frozen conflicts, they're unstable, and they are fighting for their sovereignty. If you'd like to see more from my interview with former Bulgarian President Rosen Pefliinev, along with a number of global experts, including on-the-ground reports from Ukraine and my interview with the former interpreter of Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev from Moscow, you can watch tonight our TBN special Ukraine Crisis airing on TBN at 7 p.m. Eastern time, folks. I strongly encourage you to check it out tonight from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going for a full 90 minutes with global perspective on this growing crisis and what it all means for you. Hey, until tomorrow, thanks so much for joining us here on the Watchman Newscast. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.